And I still struggle with it. And from what I've learned through therapy, um, I am a survivor of trauma. And what I've learned through therapy is that a lot of people that have been through trauma and, and sexual trauma specifically have control issues. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning on the Hope Network. My my name is Barry. I'm your co-host with... And I am Michelle. And we're delighted that you should choose to be joining us this morning. We are. And, and the sun is shining yeah, the today. The sun is shining. And that in the Chicago area in the winter is a rare event. It is. It's like 20 it's degrees here. It's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Feels you like know, it. You know, I am so excited that you're back. Thank you, Barry. Michelle, you I have missed around. you all. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I had a fall and bounced on the ground. Were you laying on your back? I mean, I was. And I had a 30 pound kettlebell in my hand. So, so it threw oh, me so pretty you hard. You weren't outside. No, I was outside. I, was, I travel with when I have to go to clients' houses. <laughs> okay, I yeah, that's travel right. Travel with like dumbbells or kettlebell okay. or whatever they need. So does that mean And that I slipped on ice. Were, yeah. It, that's the, and it just threw me, it threw me back. If you don't like realize we live in far. the Chicago area mm-hmm. and ice is a thing we deal with. Ice is a thing. And black ice we deal with. We can't see it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. I'm so sorry. I mean, that's you went sorry. all the way down. I went all the way down. I herniated a disc. But it's, I'm smiling really big over here <laughs> listening. You are. Cause it's, and, and to all our listeners... She's standing up. I am. She's standing not hunched upright. over like the <laughs> hunchback of Notre Dame. No. You survived. I have survived a broken neck. I could survive this. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm so glad that you could laugh about it. I am. Uh, and you're still dealing with some pain and discomfort. I am. Yeah. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel good. But the spasming has subsided, which helps immensely. So now it's just, you know, tightness, stiffness, and then Probably nerve stuff okay. going down my arm. And, and if you joined us, you know that our whole emphasis here on this Hope Network is dealing with issues. Dealing with, we, yeah. We bring it home. <laughs> As suffering arises, we just deal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the last we left you was talking about taking back control. And Michelle had an interesting take on our whole conversation Mm. and michelle do you want to share any thoughts i would love to share about that i think um we live in a world where people want to take control like get control gain control and my perspective is very different my perspective is let go of control let it go surrender control because we don't have that much control as we think we do spoiler alert I know, newsflash. Here we are. Y'all don't have as much control as you think. Wow, you went into work today and didn't know that you were going to be laid off. Right. I mean. All of a sudden. But God knew. God knows. That's right. And and really, there's a lot of peace for me that comes with that. And that was something when I became a believer, one of the first things outside outside of my potty mouth, I'll be honest. I used to talk like a truck driver. That was the first thing we worked on. I, which I really, really appreciate. I look back on that. That's another story for another time. 
Um, but one of the uh, things that he worked on immediately with, with me was letting go of control. And I still struggle with it. And from what I've learned through therapy, um, I am a survivor of trauma. And what I've learned through therapy is that a lot of people that have been through trauma and, and sexual trauma specifically have control issues. Well, uh, uh, those and kind of true. issues are based on a control thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it was really difficult, still is. It is an intentional practice for me to uh, remind myself that I am not the one in control. And for me, it's really important that I keep that perspective because then I just get in the way. I, I do. I try to do everything myself. And it's just not at all where God wants me. And really, it's not at all where God wants people. He wants us to lean into him, press into him, let him control it, because he's the one that's got it written out anyway. We, we hear it all the time, it, because it's just a popular culture comment about empowering. Yeah. And the reality well, is Self-empowerment and self, yeah. You can't do it. You can't. There's nothing. That's an illusion. It's and an if illusion. you're pursuing it, you're going to be frustrated a lot. Yes. You need to learn to let it go. Yes. Stop. And I think that can go with any aspect of life. And it's interesting. What just popped in my mind is dating. I just even think of that topic because, I, you know, we live in a culture of every millennial, whatever age you are. People are seeking their soulmate or whatever it may be. And I just think of all the relationships around me that have failed. Um, and my whole perspective, even just on that, is like, let go of the control. And then I let go of the control. I haven't dated in nine years. so. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, that's a good thing. Yeah. it's uh, You know, there are seasons in our life to do certain things. But uh, acknowledging how little control it can be disconcerting at first. Oh, it's very when uncomfortable you realize, too. Yeah, yeah. You woke up this morning, you didn't really have control. No. You didn't know what was going to happen. No, right. We, uh, I, I live in this apartment complex and we see ambulances out front all yeah. the time. Yeah. I mean, the things that we can control, we should. So, for example, the way we react to the the things that happened. For example, my fall. I didn't know that was going to happen. I did not know I was going to wipe out on black ice and end up in the hospital that day. So, I mean, I remember laying there like, I'm running late for my client. <laughs> that was my first that. thought. Oh, yeah, wow. that was my first thought. Now I'm running late. And then she's like, all right, Michelle, how are you going to react to this? And, you know, my the smile on my face is not, because people, even the doctor was like, you're smiling. And I'm like, you know, it doesn't mean the smile on my face does not mean everything's honky dory in my life because it's not. But the smile really is like God's got me. And there is a lot of peace and comfort that comes with that when you're in the middle of suffering or in the middle of pain. It's like, all right, well, I have to go through this regardless, right? This is this is the cards I have laid out today. So how am I going to react to it? And that's my that's what I can control my positive attitude or my negative attitude or whatever the things I decide to focus on. As you lay there. <laughs> As I lay there. Right. And that really is, those are my thought processes. And I cried. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have real feelings. I was, yeah, it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Sure. I was sad it happened. I didn't know. My mind can easily go to, 
um, well, anxiety. I do struggle with anxiety a little bit. So my mind can go to, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to walk. After all of these years, after breaking my neck, this is what's going to keep me down. This is, you know, that's where my mind goes. And I have to remind myself, just breathe, you know, slow down the thought. It's okay. And I just, I find myself praying a lot in my head. Yeah, you know, I discovered, and you've probably had this experience, but I was in my sleep, my mind was singing hymns this morning. Mm. And I oh, thought, I wow, that. I mean, I'm not singing aloud, but um, <laughs> to, to my my wife wouldn't appreciate that either. But <laughs> I'm just, I, I thought that was funny. And not just one song, but multiple songs. Yeah. And songs that I heard mostly in church last yesterday. But yeah. my brain was rewinding those songs. I love that. I often, it's funny, I often wake up with a song and like a Christian song or something that's praising the Lord and just in my head. I'm like, oh, what song is it today? But recentering yourself. Absolutely. Uh, and, and when you're dealing with control, and here we are in the third episode talking about control, I know, but we'll move on today. But you're listening to the Hope Network. I'm Barry and Michelle, and we are just so delighted you would choose to listen to us. There are a lot of podcasts out there. But we are dealing with mental health largely. We're not offering necessarily any physical training thoughts, although that may come up from time to time. And we're not a religious program. However, we both have a strong faith knowing that the reality is we pulled the curtain back. And just like the Matrix, here's what's really happening out there. We, uh, You can choose... To live in a fantasy world, you that's your choice. You can surround yourself with stuff. Absolutely. I mean, the, this country is the number one in the world for storage units. Mm. Americans love to store stuff. Interesting. Yeah. That does make sense. I think it is a fear thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a sure. feeling of, of protection. Probably a control insulin, thing as well. Controlling. Things go. All, all those things go together. And it's easier said than done sometimes. And we can control, I mean, we try to control things without even thinking, I think, mm-hmm. at times. And uh, don't realize. I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head. I think we just go into an auto drive in life. And you're right. We just live our lives. And don't you think that that is tied up into a misconception conception that being young and wealthy empowers me? Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, it does that's what not. we're. I mean, that's what we're taught. That is what society is teaching us that we should be chasing. And and when I use the term success, I'm talking about. Society teaches us success in the form of money. Like we need a six-figure job by the time you're 30. You need to have this and this and this, all ducks in a row. And we are very much, we're taught that. And I don't blame people for chasing that. Mm -hmm. Both in the church and out of the church. I think it's very empty. There are church people that uh, subscribe to the world. It really is a world philosophy about status. Yeah, Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing for me. There's so much freedom when you're able to let that go of what the world says to do. 
because we do I do think I backwards compared to a lot of a lot of people but that's really where my life started transforming was when I kind of let go of all of my own thought processes and learned all right let's do this Jesus's way if you want to learn more about Michelle and myself you can go to our website we invite you there talksabouthope.com I'll say it again talks plural about hope it's all one big word dot com and you can read about us you can post a question i was just gonna say and write write to us tell us something we'd love to answer that we've pulled the curtain back today and that is part of recovery Mm. is dealing with reality right is it really what's going on here yes you know um, if you're facing, if you're going through a divorce or if you are divorced and it's the pain is still there, the reality is that maybe those things that you were picturing in your mind about a beautiful family and home life were never there. Mm-hmm. That was a, an illusion and it's gone now. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing or, with or it was there for a little while yeah. and then they have to mourn. The loss. The mourn the loss. Sure. Which is, I mean, to me, a divorce is you're mourning that loss of that relationship or family or however you imagine the rest of your life going. That's hard. That's hard stuff. It is hard. Mm-hmm. And loneliness, isolation, the depression. I understand. We understand that it hurts. And, and it will hurt for a while. Until it scabs over <laughs> and you can go on and we're going to help you get there. And we we commit to that. You can either listen just to our podcast to keep you centered each day. Um, spend time reading a Bible. Spend time. Um, I'm going to say spend time exercising. Oh, that's great. Thanks for reminding. That that's is yeah, so that's... true. It really is. I mean, exercise releases. I mean, pe- they say people who exercise regularly are happy people. And Michelle's a physical and, trainer, and therapist I, um, person. And it is true. It releases serotonin and endorphins. Those are the happy chemicals. So I, so I say move. Get up and move. Even when you don't want to, get up and move. Because it does help, even though it's hard. Well, your physical conditioning, do you think that had a different impact on your injury? hundred percent. Even when I broke my neck, my neurosurgeon told me that. He said, if you did not exercise and you were not in shape, my neck muscles would not have been strong enough. Um, and I would not be walking today because my neck is held together with a titanium plate and screws and a um, cadaver bone. And he, that was one thing I remember vividly him saying that you would not be walking today, but my muscles we're strong. And same with, I do believe, same with this fall. I mean, exercise, even just stability exercising. Um, so you have stabilizers all over your body and you want those to be strong and that just helps prevent injury. It helps prevent falls. <laughs> but if you do fall like me, it does help prevent injuries. So yes, I do. I know that to be factual. Yes. And, you know, exercise for me is a passion, but also because of my injuries or injury breaking my neck, that does keep me on that path because I know I've taken time off. I've taken up to six months off and the difference I feel all over my body really motivates me to get back into 
you know, the gym or just lifting weights at home or whatever it may be just to stay healthy from the inside out. Our time is coming to the end here for this out for this 15 minutes. Boy, it was like the Michelle show. I was just yapping away Well, there was important stuff we talked about today. And uh, our next episode, we'll talk about journaling is something that several people have spoken up to us about saying that that helped them in the recovery process of their issues. One one lady in particular that I, that I was speaking with, she was talking about her husband having cancer. Mm-hmm. He ultimately passed away, and uh, but she credits writing down a journaling, but she actually had an interesting take on it. And we'll talk about that in our next episode. I hope you tune in to hear us, and thank you for joining us, and we'll be back. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.